Welcome to GW Hospital HealthCast. I'm Dr. Mike Smith. The topic today is prevention treatment of common injuries suffered by the non-professional athlete. My guest is Dr. Scott Fawcett, MD. Dr. Fawcett is a board-certified sports medicine orthopedic surgeon and a member of the medical staff at the George Washington University Hospital. Dr. Fawcett, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Let's first define what we mean by non-professional athletes. and what. So when you hear that phrase, what does that mean to you? So to me, that's an athlete um, of any age who may be practicing a sport, whether it's a, a team sport or an individual sport, um, but not with the, uh, the accoutrements of what a professional athlete may have. So professional athletes often have a personal trainer. Um, they often will have a coach um, that's individualized, individualized to them. Um, they can help guide their training and getting ready for a competition, whether, whether that be a race or um, just a soccer match. And so, right. without those, um, without that, those resources, often non-professional athletes are left to their own um, resort to kind of make their training schedule and be prepared for whatever they're trying to do. Yeah. So let's let's run through then what you think are the top three, you know, most common injuries, and then tell us how the non-professional athlete can prevent them. Sure. So uh, I think the top three, um, one would be involved in the shoulder, and that's usually what we call rotator cuff syndrome or also subacromial bursitis. The second most common is uh, patellar tendonitis or uh, patellofemoral syndrome. And then the last would be trochanteric bursitis or uh, gluteal syndrome. And uh, for the shoulder, um, this is often, we see this a lot in CrossFit athletes um, who uh, kind of just way overdo their exercises and, and in terms of their um, overhead lifting and strength, and they overexert themselves such that the tendon does not have an opportunity to repair itself between workouts, causing this overuse injury. Um, I'll go on to the the knee next, if you, unless you have more further questions about the shoulder. Well, yeah. So it, you know, if that, so obviously that's going to be something that's common, maybe like in the non-professional um, baseball player, you know, where there's sure. there's a lot of throwing or, or football players. Um, there's volleyball a lot of tag player. football, volleyball players. So, um, you know, when you see that that type of injury, like what what's the first sign that an athlete should say, okay, I have an issue. And, and I need to start taking care of this because I think what happens is it sometimes it's too late. They've they've really have the injury. They're not taking care of it. So are there minor signs maybe before the injury gets too bad that that should clue them in that, that there's something wrong? That's a great question. We really try and focus on prevention. So um, getting back into a sport that you may not have been out of, it's important to ease oneself into that sport. So don't go full bore a full weekend tournament in volleyball and expect your shoulder to be okay if you haven't been playing volleyball in the past. So the first step is prevention and kind of easing into whatever activity you may do, whether that's in the weight room or on the court. Um, but certainly starting to feel pain and discomfort um, and you know, more than just an overused soreness that you might get after a good workout in the gym, this is kind of pain with any sort of activity, any sort of motion. And it's more located towards the joint rather than in what we would call the muscle belly. So if it's actually in a joint, that's where the tendon is, is and rather than the muscle belly, which is resolves more by a soreness, overuse type of thing, which is normal with, uh, with activity. To build muscle, we need a little bit of soreness because that's the micro-injury the muscle goes to get hypertrophied or larger. Right. Well, I, I think I think you're right that one of the, you know, whether we're talking about shoulder, knee, ankle, you know, whatever that, that common injury is, 
I think that the non-professional athlete, and I kind of put myself into this category. I'm a big softball <laughs> player, but um, sure. but but here's the thing, though. I, I I won't play for maybe a couple of months, and then I'll go to a big tournament, and yep. so that's the problem. And, and I go hard out, right? So that's the problem. So I think you great, gave some great advice. Prepare for that tournament, right? Ease into it. Play a couple games before, maybe a couple innings. That's that's a great approach, right? Yes. And as we age, uh, our ability to be prepared for uh, an event like that is uh, lessened. So it's really important that before you go all out, that at least you spend a few minutes stretching, um, getting all of your muscles um, stretched out. Uh, and it's more important as we age than when we were 20 and we could just go out and, and play a game. I'm going to come back to that idea of warming up. Let's let's go through the injuries, though. So we talked about the shoulder. Let's move to the knee. Tell us the mm-hmm. common injury there, and how can we prevent that? The common injury there is runner's knee, um, and it's the otherwise patellofemoral syndrome. And this is just an overuse um, from the uh, from the kneecap. It tends to do with fatigue strength in the upper thigh and buttock area, such that the mechanics of running start to fall apart. Um, and our and our body's resilience keep moving forward, um, overcome the, the, the poor mechanics in our knee, and, and the knee gets sore. We don't know a lot about it, but we do know that they tend to have gluteal um, medius of the butt muscle and then the thigh muscle quad um, deficits um, in terms of endurance. And so the key thing there is finding an adjusted um, running training program specifically tailored to each person. So not looking at, oh, I read an article in Outside Magazine that says I need to hit these milestones to reach my half marathon. you got to look at what is your running experience? What is your running technique? What is your, what is your shoe wear? All these kinds of things and have a more individual kind of goal. And so it may take you twice as long to get ready for a half marathon, but that's important. Yeah. So, so for the non-professional athlete who may, who may not have the resources, as you mentioned, you know, the professional athlete does, especially for runners, right? The, the mechanics of how we run is very important, right? There, there's a, there's a right way to run and there's a wrong way to run. And so what's, what, what's your advice there? Should, should a, should someone who's prepared for a marathon maybe spend a little money for a couple of sessions on, on the mechanics of running? Would you suggest that? I absolutely think that's very helpful. Having uh, There are running shops um, in many metropolitan areas that will do a running analysis and kind of guide you in terms of your running techniques. There are running clubs that you can join for a little bit um, and still get some of those resources as well. So let's talk about the next or the third most common um, injury that we see and how can we prevent that. Go ahead. That's the hip, and that's trochanteric bursitis, and that's also due to a gluteal deficiency injury. Um, that's uh, very commonly seen as pain along the side of the thigh. Um, and that's an overuse often with kind of a stair climbing. And in today's world, as we sit in the office all day long, we spend a lot of time, we're not activating our glutes and we felt glute deficiency. Um, and so this is really the weekend warrior who develops this problem where all day long they're sitting in their office and then over the weekend they want to go do some sort of activity. Right. And the glute is just not, does not have the endurance um, that it used to have. Yeah. That sounds a lot like me and a, a lot of my friends, I think, actually, Dr. Fawcett. Sure. Um, yeah, so so it sounds – so when it comes to preventing these injuries, uh, you, you started to, to hit on something about warming up. Um, this is – it's interesting because we do know that there's benefit to warm up, stretch the muscles. Um, but as we get older, there's – the idea of having to warm up just doesn't sound fun anymore. So, so how important is it that we stretch – we ease into the activity. And more importantly, what about, you know, even during the week when you're not as active, doing some stretching exercises? What do you think about all that? 
I think it is very critical to be doing that. I recommend, you know, a morning kind of stretch session that you can do, working on the Achilles tendon, um, working on the kind of the glute, the IT band, um, the back, and then the shoulder stretch. And so you can get these stretches online, but these will just help kind of relieve any sort of aches and pains you may have during the week, and then particularly before an event. Then at least 10 minutes stretching the major muscle groups, getting you ready for the event. Yeah. Keeping our muscles nice and long and flexible is very important Yeah, as as we get older. I think we all recognize that. It's just no fun doing stretches. That's the problem, Dr. Fawcett. Um, (laughs) If we... um, if we, uh, I, you know, and, and I guess yoga might be something people can also um, look into. That's a great way to, yep. to, to get some exercise and stay, stay limber. Yeah. But okay, okay, so, so you know, we know warming up's important. We got to stretch. That's a great way to prevent things. But inevitably, some of us are going to get injured. When, when do we seek medical help? And, and when do we go to that, that someone like you, not just the primary care physician? Um, give us some things, some guidelines there. So often places, uh, if this becomes more more problematic over at least, you know, a week, 10 days, um, I usually recommend trying, if it's safe, to, to take an anti-inflammatory, brief anti-inflammatory to help with manage the pain and discomfort, resting, ice, um, and avoidance of the activity while still doing some of the stretching, I think is important. If it's still not getting better after a week or so of that, then I do think seeking the care of a sports medicine doctor to get a referral to a physical therapist would be very helpful in terms of retraining that muscle and returning and speeding up the recovery. Because what I see happen is people will rest for months and then they just go back just yeah. as hard. Um, and, and, and unless we really focus on building the deficit, the deficient muscles, you're just going to get in this cycle and it keeps getting worse. Yeah. How important, you know, when as, as a non-professional athlete, how important is it that I, I need to pay attention to the pain? Right. I know that. The, and, and that's I think this is important because there's good pain. Right. Like that yeah. soreness that that's important. But then there's bad pain. So can you help us distinguish sure. between the two? Yeah. So the, if you actually have pain over the muscle, that's a good pain. That is pain that the muscle is using to get bigger and stronger. If you're having pain over the tendon or where it attaches to a bone, that is bad. That is tendon pain that is not had. That takes that's more of a chronic overuse injury. And that is going to take more time to get better. Um, and so if you feel like a tearing, searing um, pain over the tendon where it attaches the bone, that's the problem. Oh, that's great advice. That's that's good to know. So, Dr. Fawcett, let's end this way. You know, as an orthopedic surgeon, what's the take-home message you'd like the audience to hear about preventing common injuries? So it's important for us all to be active, um, and, and, um, and we need to continue to do that, but we need to do it in a safe manner. And, and the, if the slower you get into an activity, the better. And maintaining activity is important. Maintaining stretch and flexible muscles is, is, is key. Um, and then when you do start to have pain and injuries, seek medical care to help you recover quicker and get back to what you want to do and stay active. Yeah, that was perfect. Thank you, Dr. Fawcett, for coming on the show today. You're listening to GW Hospital HealthCast with the George Washington University Hospital. For more information, you go to GWHospital.com. That's GWHospital.com. Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of the George Washington University Hospital. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. This is Dr. Mike Smith. Thanks for listening.